0: It's all about Southampton, The So So Show, with Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The So So Show. It's the podcast that's all about Southampton, a weekly look at life in the city, hosted by her, Zoe Hanson,
1: and him, Simon Clark. How are you, Simon? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. What are we talking about this week? Well, this week we are celebrating the return of cruising. No, I'm not talking about the
2: boy racers round Hedge End. The actual cruise ships leaving Southampton Port. You know, they say you're sort of six people away from someone you know, and it's like that for cruising. There's not many people that haven't tried it or are not interested in it. It's part of our city.
0: Can we also celebrate the fact that I have still got the magic when it comes to arcade games?
1: (laughs) Have you gone then?
0: Well, I say that my plan was when I took my 15-year-old down to the high score arcade on East Street, that I would be able to whip him completely at Sega Mega Drive and loads of other old school games that I used to be quite good at back in the day. The reality wasn't quite (laughs) like that. But I have found my forte when it comes to gaming.
1: It's not the dance machine, is it?
0: No, it wasn't. Although he did say, (laughs) surprisingly, feel free to have a go on that if you want. And I'll film it and turn it into a (laughs) meme. And I said, no, let's, <laughs> let's let's not and say we did. So we played just about everything we could play within an hour. We did the basketball hoops. Yeah, We did a couple of the driving games. Yeah. There was a little bit of snowboarding going on as well.
1: Oh, that was good, wasn't it? The snowboarding game was brilliant. I loved it.
0: But the only thing I could beat him on were those games where you have to hit the lights as they come on. Okay. But not the ones that haven't illuminated. And I... Kicked his butt with those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you went home proud as punch. Well, that's probably the only game of of worth, right? That's the one that
0: takes the title. Someone very smart will be able to explain psychologically why he's better at shooting and driving and I'm better at physically bashing things.
1: Well, what's interesting is is that that, that generation normally have a map going on as well. Like, I was on a driving game with James, who's 20, and... Um, he couldn't understand that you're just... What's it called? Runaway or something like that. It's like a getaway car, right? Yeah. Um, and he couldn't understand why there wasn't a map, like there wasn't a, a, like a course to follow as well. Because I think that that's what happens on the Xbox is they have what's in front of them and they have almost like a sat-nav on the side as well. So you know what's coming up. But they, you know, they're having to just sort of instinctively move... Uh, at the right time
0: and I can't understand why given that he's never driven a car and I've been driving one for 30 years he was still better at the driving (laughs) games than I was
1: it's just not fair because you were trying to stick to the speed limit that's
0: what it is is that what it is I was following the highway code yeah I'm going to use that as my get out as to why (laughs) I wasn't very good But the good thing about it was he was 15 and he was buzzing about it afterwards and he was saying that he's going to get his mates together and they're going to go down there during half term and it's going to be such a great thing for them to do and they can combine it with the Cheeky Nandos afterwards. And the nice thing about it from my point of view was he'll be doing something physically with his friends instead of remotely With his friend. Yep. So as far as I was concerned, High Score Arcade on East Street is a massive hit.
1: Isn't it? Isn't it just? And you know what? That's what they're going for is that family market. So look, I know I've said this before, but if you go to an arcade with your one, you know, I know that my one would go, I want to go on Space Invaders. I want to go on Pac-Man. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, I think we were we were... Doing the Nerf guns on this huge screen that they've got, but it was so much fun.
0: He beat me on that as well.
1: <laughs> but but rather than going in there, giving your child ten quid and then coming back three minutes later, this is nine ninety five, and you walk in, and that's you for the hour. You can just go and play on whichever games you like.
0: But you know how we've spoken before about how nostalgia is such a powerful feeling. Yeah, seeing. Afterburner, set on Free Vend, made the 10-year-old in me so excited.
1: Is that, is that the one where you, you're you sort of a fire person? You're a firefighter and you have to put that
0: one out? No, no. Afterburner is the one where you're in the jet and you have to fly around and shoot things down. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I don't think I went on that one. No. I enjoyed Space Invaders. I enjoyed the dance machine just because I won. That's it. I was like, yeah, I know how
0: to do this. (laughs) So the other thing that's been happening this week, I haven't, but I understand a lot of people have been planning a second Christmas.
1: Uh, You say a second Christmas, but I think a lot of people have had Christmas this week because they've been able to meet up at last. But lots of people have kept hold of their Christmas presents, their Christmas trees, their... Crackers for the table, and they've finally had their Christmas dinner. And there's another one coming up in June as well. So I think it's June twenty first, twenty second is halfway through the year. So lots of people planning on having Christmas in the next month or so. One
0: of the supermarkets is planning a Christmas range, which it is bringing out for June. Right. So anyone who wants to partake in the Christmas <laughs> that they didn't have. We'll be able to do that.
1: I love it. I wonder how much turkey sales will
0: go up in the next month. Pigs in blankets are great at any time of the year. <laughs> yeah, but they, they can go on the barbecue at this point, right? There you go. Weather permitting, obviously, <laughs> which if, um, if May is anything to go by, well, you never know. Well. In fact, it is quite amusing on the weekend that international flights from Southampton Airport resume. We're actually booked in for the warmest day of the year so far. Imagine that. You booked a weekend away to Portugal. You're really looking forward to flying. And you find out as you step off the plane in Faro that actually back in the UK, it's going to be warmer. But there's nothing like getting away, right? So you can fly internationally from Southampton Airport from this weekend. But you can also resume cruising from the city as well. Mm. It's happened in the last couple of weeks. It's such a big part of the city. And this week, Zoe grabbed five minutes with Joanne from Southampton Cruise Concierge. She's got 30 years of experience in the industry, an industry which is really important to the city.
2: I've lived in Southampton all my life, so I've been brought up with seeing ships come in. But you've never quite seen as many in the last 10, 15 years, really. And it's just growing and booming. Southampton is is a booming city anyway, but with the tourism that the cruise lines are bringing, it's absolutely fantastic. Obviously, for the last year, that
1: was a real big thing a year ago where they had to stop all of the cruises going out.
2: It has been a phenomenal um, disaster in the cruise industry right. last year. And I couldn't say it, it's been probably one of the most unexpected events. Uh, when you've been in cruising for a long time, sort of like I have, um, you've seen some things... You know, this is something no one saw coming. Yep. Um, and really, us, we spent the year sort of pinching ourselves, thinking, is this really happening? Because yeah. It, just luckily, in a way, I'm glad that we didn't know how long it would go on when it first happened. Because right. <laughs> you've just everybody would have left, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, that's it. But the thing is, we love it. We love cruising. We know it's fantastic. It's one of the best holidays you can have. Um, but you have to do it safely. So the cruise lines have made the perfect decision. They've really worked together with government guidelines to sort of get the ships back up and running. When it first happened, like I say, it was disappointing, disappointing for me, for my client. You know, everybody wants to get away. We all work Mm. hard. We need that holiday and Southampton can bring it. So we are on this now. We are on the cusp
1: of it. The interesting thing, I think, for me is the UK cruises.
2: I mean, at the moment, they've brought back all the UK staycations. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, they've got all the the correct protocols in place. Cruise lines have got their different rules. They've gone as far as they want for different things. And yeah. some are, are requesting that, you know, the second COVID vaccination. There are others that are saying the LFT test is acceptable. But either way, they are all looking at their ships and making sure that they are as safe as possible while still providing a fantastic trip. Where do they go on these UK cruises? Well, the first ship has just come back to Southampton. She came in yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. The MSC Virtuosa. Aha. Uh-huh. And she's been on TV already today. She's everywhere. Look out for her. Um, She's an amazing ship. She's just come in, and she's going to have her maiden voyages. A lot of these cruise lines have got ships already built waiting to do maiden voyages, and they've been hanging on. P&O's Iona, um, she's going to be doing her maiden voyage on the 7th of August. It was quite a
1: big thing that the Iona was coming in, a brand-new cruise ship, and she just looks phenomenal doesn't she and it's really yeah. exciting that you
2: know Southampton is sort of the heart of all of that cruising is Southampton you know they say you're sort of six people away from someone you know that kind of thing in Southampton it's like that for cruising there's not many yeah. people that haven't tried it or are not interested in it it's part of our city and you know it was so exciting I, I watched it I was fortunate to watch it live online the naming with Dame Irene Hayes being the godmother um, and it really really was brilliant you know All I can say is that these cruise lines are doing everything they can. Yes, they need to bring the business back. But what I'm proud of is that they haven't done it too soon. A lot of people have sort of been scared or don't bring them back too soon. These businesses, you know, they've been hit hard, but they've not done it too soon. They're actually doing it right, following every protocol. And it is very exciting. These vacations that they're doing, a lot of them are going, they're going to Belfast, they're going to Portland, they go to Liverpool, Greenock, you know, they're going around the UK. And actually, although a lot of people, you know, some people say, well, I'd, you know, I'd rather be in the Med. Would you rather be in the Med unsafe or would you rather be around the UK safer? You know, it's how you've got to look at it. There's so
1: much to do on there.
2: You forget where you are when you're on a ship and you can go on board. Some of these ships have aquaparks. Most of them have the retractable roof pools. So... You know, what I'm saying to people is when you're out there, even if it's raining or cold or UK weather, you know, we don't know what we're going to get this summer, but you can be laying on a lounger, having a cocktail, the children can be splashing (laughs) in a pool. Hey ho,
0: it's brilliant. That's Joanne from Southampton Cruise Concierge, with some reasons why perhaps you might like to take a cruise around the UK. I'll be honest with you, I hadn't considered the fact that it's more than just getting a cruise ship round to Liverpool, and actually you can sit by the pool and have a cocktail yeah. knowing that your kids are safe.
1: I mean, imagine if you've, if you've booked it for half term, you know, you're away this week. All of a sudden, the weather has turned and we've got sunshine at last. And then you've booked a cruise ship. Imagine that. I mean, it would just be amazing, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. I can now see the attraction why you would want to get on a cruise ship and cruise around the British Isles for four days. Yeah. It passed me by before. I mean, it
1: might be a bit colder in Liverpool. You know, I'm just saying Southampton it's great because we get the best weather,
0: right? We do, we do. We've got our own microclimate. We've, we've covered that off so many times. And that might be why Southampton has made it into the top of the list of places to have staycations.
1: Yes, Southampton has been named the fourth best city for a staycation in the UK. And I was thinking, OK, so if somebody was coming on a staycation to our wonderful city... Where would you send them, Simon?
0: Any ideas? Mexico, straight away. Because <laughs> they're going to need yes. some food in their bellies before they head off and explore all of the shopping and the other exciting things we have going on.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um I would send them to God's House Tower. You know what, it's really interesting and it's got this amazing tower at the top and you can stand on the top and look out at the port and see all of the cruise ships and everything going on across the city. I think that's really, really lovely. And then I'd send them to the pig in the wall.
0: Oh, nice. For
1: some for some eats. And then I'd send them to Grand Cafe for some cocktails. Oh, and you know what? There's a new bar opened at Grand Café. It's downstairs where the nightclub used to be, Club Four. um, And it's called Ruby's at the Grand. Um, And I went there for the opening night last Friday. What a stunning place that is. Oh, my gosh, it's all very plush. And um, it's all velvet. And it's just class. Absolute class. Did you
0: see the cocktail that I had? I did. I had major cocktail envy.
1: <laughs> I bet. So it's a lychee cocktail. So it's quite sweet, but it's lovely. And it comes with a bubble with the smoke in it. And it look, it's Instagram good because, you know, you're going to pop the bubble and then the smoke fades away. And oh, it's just really, really lovely there. But it was interesting last Friday going out. And it was the first weekend where we could actually go out and sit indoors and not get rained on. So um, I got quite nervous all day. Um, Then I went shopping thinking, right, I'm going out tonight. I need to feel good. So I'm going to go and get myself some new threads. Um, So I bought loads of dresses. I got them home. (laughs) Nothing fit. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, ah, but anyway, I found something in my wardrobe that I can actually get into um, and doesn't make me look six months pregnant. So, so <laughs> I get an Uber into town. I have some beautiful cocktails. And you know me. Look, I like to have a cocktail. I like to have a bit of drink. I was really proud of myself at the end of the night because somebody asked me if I would like to go to the
0: casino afterwards.
1: And I was like, well, it's quarter to 12 now. I think I'll go home. <laughs> oh!
0: This is what a year of not really going out much has done to you. You're thinking, hmm... Right. (laughs) I'm easing myself back into it, right? You've turned into Cinderella, basically.
1: Something like that. But the funniest bit of the whole night came the next morning. I was talking to my eight-year-old daughter about the babysitter and if she was all right, if my little one was all right. So I said to her, what time did you go to bed? And she said, well, she put me to bed... And then I snuck back down the stairs. Now, the babysitter had her boyfriend here. I have no problem with that. Anyway, my little one said, I went downstairs and they were smooching. (laughs) Oh, okay. And she said, and they thought I was in bed. And then
0: they were tackling each other. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) At least she didn't film it and stick it on TikTok set to music. (laughs)
1: Given half a chance, eh? Hey?
0: <laughs> so you went out and had an indoor experience. I went out and had a forced yeah. indoor experience. Now, oh. I'd planned to catch up with some workmates, and we hadn't seen each other since 2019 properly altogether. Right. So I booked a table outside at the Steamtown Brew Co. in Eastleigh. Yeah. Thinking that outside would be fine, thinking that May would be decent enough hot but unfortunately it wasn't and it absolutely chucked it down so we had to make emergency plans so we decided we'd go for a carvery instead in Faro. <laughs> it's
1: like the opposite end of the scale right
0: and do you know what the worst thing about going for a carvery is during covid Go on. well the best thing about going for a carvery is that you can just fill your plate up yeah and the worst thing about a carvery during covid is someone else does it for you you can't load it up. You can, but someone else has to do it. And you can't hand pick the best roast potatoes. Because you know with roast potatoes right. there are certain roast potatoes you're gonna like more than others.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like two or three left at the bottom of the pot. Yeah. And you know that they're like, okay. They
0: rejects, those ones. So basically, someone else loading your carvery plate up for you takes all the fun out of going for a carvery. We managed to we managed to stop at Steamtown on the way back when it had stopped raining and had a couple outside under the canopy, but unfortunately, the whole Steamtown experience just. Couldn't happen because of the rain. But we'll probably go and do that again at some other place. Yes,
1: absolutely. Look, everywhere's sort of opening now. So look, there's a good night out to be had. But I have a question about, you know, when you book a session in <laughs> in a pub. Right. Like you book a two-hour session, don't you? Yeah. You book a table for that long. If you wanted to stay there all night, can you book like six hours, like three, two-hour slots?
0: I think what you need to do is have one of the party book the first session and someone else in the party book the second.
1: Good shouts. Because two hours, you're just
0: getting comfortable, aren't you? That's the way I would do it if I was looking at having an extended session. But being terribly British, I would feel really bad about the fact that I'm depriving someone else of a two-hour session in possibly their favourite pub. So I'd... I'd look at going somewhere else after two hours. I'm not giving up my table for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. So It's been another great week for celeb spotting in the city.
1: Yes, so on Thursday morning, Good Morning Britain's Andy Peters was doing the competitions from Ocean Village and it was sunny, yay!
0: He definitely picked the right day. What brilliant promotion for us. What with that and his general enthusiasm at the Diamante Pizza Oven at m Hedge End, he's certainly yes. doing his bit for being the tourism ambassador. We should get him on board for the city's City of Culture bid for 2025. Yes,
1: exactly. He loves it here. Um, and somebody else spotted in Ocean Village at the Harbour Hotel, staying at the Harbour Hotel and with a day out to Polton's Park was Daisy Mae Cooper from This Country.
0: Oh, great. She's
1: brilliant. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, Simon, but she is one of the funniest people ever. She's so brilliant. And she said that when she was staying at the Harbour Hotel, she said, it's the best hotel I've ever been to. I feel like Mariah Carey.
0: (laughs) What a great scale to judge things on, the Mariah scale. So we've got a bank holiday weekend approaching, and there's quite a lot going on, including the return of the Hive Ferry. So if you've got kids off for half term and you fancy going out and enjoying the good weather that we've been forecast for next week, you can hop on the high Ferry and you are straight into the New Forest to do stuff. Maybe take your bikes with you as well. I'm sure they'll have room on board for that.
1: Nice. In Winchester as well. So they've set up an otter trail. These aren't real otters, but they've got these sort of porcelain little tiny otters and they've dressed them all up as key workers. So you have to go round the city and try and find them all. I think that's a
0: really lovely idea. Now, I saw a photo of that and I thought they were meerkats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very rare that you get meerkats in Winchester,
0: (laughs) unless they've escaped from Marwell. Also this weekend, the fabulous Zoe Logic Dance Theatre are going to be performing at the Mayflower. Now, they're bringing their grid experience to the Mayflower stage. This is the socially distanced performance they did last summer in Guildhall Square, where everybody learnt their dance routine in isolation and then performed it in their little bit of the grid socially distanced so that's going to be great to see i went
1: down to see it and it was so brilliant so if you can get tickets to this go and see it it's rather wonderful And it's going to be
0: great to be back inside a theatre again i'm sure
1: yeah absolutely um something else coming back very soon june 26th is the dates that we have Park, run, coming back. Southampton Common is the second biggest in the country. Um, And our Southampton running mayor, Danielle, uh, you know, you said when we spoke to her, um, you know, you said, Simon, did she wear a big gold chain like a, a, a normal mayor would Um, apparently no she wears a medal not a chain I guess a
0: large piece of bling would slow her down but at least a medal is going to set her apart from everybody else as being the mayor of running in Southampton and she
1: very much holds it out and shows it to everybody as she runs round. no she doesn't
0: (laughs) if you want to find out more about the running mayor by the way just listen to last week's episode of the podcast where we had a chat with Danielle about how she became Southampton's running mayor that park run that first park run back in June is going to be absolutely huge. It
1: is, isn't it? Should we just go down there just to
0: do it? Can you walk it? Yeah, Are you allowed? Because I could yeah. be definitely up for doing that. Come on, let's do it. Saints season finished last weekend, but they've launched their 21-22 kit. The home shirt celebrates... Both home stadiums, St Mary's and, of course, the Dell. They've got this retro crossover collar inspired by the last shirt they wore when they were playing at the Dell. Of course, it's the 20th anniversary of leaving the Dell. And every Saints shirt this year is made from a special eco material. It's like a high-tech polyester that's made from up to eight recycled plastic bottles. So that's kind of cool. Amazing.
1: Yeah, I like that. And
0: just one final thing looking ahead to the next bank holiday weekend, which is going to be in August, Park Proms at Broadlands. It's already got the world famous Royal Philharmonic Concert Orchestra, conducted by Pete Harrison, featuring Alad Jones. Amazing. They have now done something that's going to make it even more British. What do you think that is? Bangers and mash. (laughs) I think you can buy sausages. From the food concessions and their local Hampshire sausages, because I know the catering is really big on local produce. No. The Queen's singing. No, (laughs) she's not doing a turn. The Red Arrows will be putting in an appearance. Wow. And there's also going to be a flyby by a Hurricane of Spitfire from the Battle of Britain memorial flight. So that's another great reason to attend park proms at Broadlands. Of course, on the Friday, the 27th, they've got the classical music. And then the next night on the Saturday, they've got a pop concert, which is featuring Scouting for Girls and loads of other stars.
1: Um, and do you know what? I'm getting quite choked up even thinking about that. So you've got the park proms. So imagine that, the Philharmonic Orchestra playing all those amazing songs, those really rousing numbers,
0: and then the Red Arrows go overhead. Whoa. There's just something about the Red Arrows that makes you feel proud to be british yeah so that's next bank holiday weekend enjoy this bank holiday weekend and half term if there's something happening in your part of southampton that you think we should be mentioning please do let us know especially if you're organizing an event we would love to get you on the podcast and publicize it further
1: anything going on in the so postcode we would love to know about it get in touch like simon says on our socials uh we're always on there (laughs) i shouldn't be but i am i think i might be sending you
0: a short meme of me beating my 15 year old at the light game because there's one of those kicking around as well
1: please do i want to see it i want to see it
0: it's the only thing i can beat him at so i'm going to absolutely spank that forever now
1: (laughs) have a great week zoe and you simon and you
0: You've been listening to Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show.